I'm Marion Jorgensen and welcome to Armchair Talks, where at the heart of all my conversations with my inspirational guests is authenticity and inner wisdom. Let's get connected to who we really are and live the happiest and most fulfilled life we can. Hi, Laurie. Welcome Hi, to Armchair Talks. And um, I, this is Laurie Holmes, and Laurie is an author and transformative uh, coach. She's a women's group facilitator. She was and is still a massage therapist, a grandmother, and a curious explorer of life's endless highways of opportunities, creativities, and adventures just waiting to be uncovered and discovered. Um, Laurie lives in Hardeville with her bossy cat, Chloe, which uh, Chloe will probably turn up um, today. <laughs> and today, <laughs> with fresh eyes and a contagious zest for life. So welcome, Laurie. So, Thanks, Laurie, um, I just thought it'd be wonderful if we could have a deep talk conversation mm. about visibility because visibility every time I think of visibility I think unless we're visible and we step up and we show our authentic selves you know we tend to not have the best of relationships or best of, um, of work you know it gets affected by that so what do you think about visibility yourself well, I, I absolutely see um, how when we are afraid to really let ourselves show, you know, show ourselves, there's that hesitancy, kind of like a drawing back and insecurity and uh, unsureness of ourselves. And, um, you know, relationships kind of suffer when you don't have that ability to really just be present for another human being. Mm. And I've seen that across the board, you know, just recently in my life where if I wasn't really paying attention to, like, I'm a massage therapist, and I'll give you an example. Um, I was going through a bit of a, a rough patch with my own energy and this feeling of wanting to quit and not wanting to work so hard as a massage therapist. And by doing that, um, I kind of dropped out my attention to the people I was working on, which had cataclysmic results, you know, like people getting pissed off with me and the end of a job that I'd been working at for a year that I kind of, kind of created that happening because of the way that I wasn't being present with my client. You know, I was doing my thing, but not really listening and paying attention to what it was that they wanted and needed. So, and so that's what happens when we, when we stop being present for another human being is that we aren't aware of what it is that we're doing that might have, you know, an effect on them that's going to make them say, well, I never want to have a massage from her again. That was the worst massage I've ever had, yada, yada, yada. So in retrospect, it actually turned out well because I ended up not having to work so hard at this job that I no longer wanted to work so hard at. Yeah. But 
it had a cost mm. because I wasn't being there for that individual and they felt it and and said something about it which resulted in me not having that job as things went on and 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 things happened but it's interesting because you know I I see that there's places in life where you know we're very present we're very real we're very authentic and then there's other places in life where we may not be as such you know places where it's more um challenging for us to really show up and i'll use family members as an example like you could we're, we're in a beautiful group together of women and we're showing up for each other and we're doing visibility challenges and we're really starting to step up and see each other but sometimes the very people that we're the closest to are the ones that we are not close to. Mm. And I look at who I haven't invited into the group, let's say, and one of them is my sister. Yeah. And my sister and I have a very interesting relationship. And I really didn't get a chance to really see my sister until I spent six days with her about a year ago during uh, when she was having a hip replacement. And I think this is a really great example of how visibility, even with loved ones, we are invisible. We don't, we don't see them for who they are. Yeah. And uh, when I was there, uh, Janet is about five foot 10, give or take, she might've shrunk a little bit. And easily a hundred pounds more than me, and I would say both of us, you know, are on the fluffy side of life. <laughs> and um, and so she can be quite intimidating just by how she looks without her opening her mouth. And Janet has is brilliant, you know. She, she's someone that intimidates me just by her intelligence alone. I can be intimidated by just what she knows. And so there are certain subjects that I wouldn't even have with her because I would come off looking like a total idiot. And while I was with her, you know, within the first 24 hours of being with my sister again, and we haven't lived together and spent that much time together, but on this particular occasion, I was planning to be with her for six days and a hurricane came along and it ended up being 13 days. <laughs> And in the first six days, my sister yelled at me a lot. Mm. And what was really interesting was that when I, and, and I'll give you an example of one of them, because I think it, in retrospect, it was quite funny. But I was in her kitchen and I was looking for like a toaster to make toast. And as I'm looking around in her kitchen, which was not really super clean, um, I only saw a really old, icky uh, toaster oven. And so my mind said, I, I don't really want to put toast in that. And so I just offhand out of my mouth came, how do you make toast? Which to me made perfect sense given how I was thinking in the moment. Well, my sister went ballistic when I said that, because to her, the toaster was in pure, you know, plain sight, <laughs> you know, very easy to see. 
and she thought I must be a moron. <laughs> so she just let me have it. And in the first minutes of her yelling, I was invisible. I had shrunk into this whole little girl place mm. of being yelled at, done something wrong, blah, 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 blah. And that feeling, oh, that feeling is intense because it reminded me of my mom and my dad when they get arguments and stuff, which I hated. I hated, I would become very invisible yeah. when people were angry. Same with me. Yeah. Not an easy place no. to be visible inside, right? Mm. So there I was feeling this feeling. And then all of a sudden, I had an insight. And what I realized in that moment was, oh, she's not yelling at me. She's responding to her thinking yeah. about me. Yeah. And the, the feeling I was having had nothing to do with her. The feeling I was having came from a memory. Yeah. And the minute I saw that, it was like my whole being lightened up. Yeah. And it gave space for me to come become present again, to become visible again inside that relationship. And so what I, I did after that was I really started to listen to my sister. Yeah. Something that neither one of us had been very good at. And an interesting thing happened when I took my attention off of myself and really put my attention on her. You know, six days in, still yelling, still, you know, da, da, da. And then all of a sudden, it was like we were relating with each other connecting yes yeah. yes we become present for each other yeah and i was able to listen to her and really be there for her mm. and, and, and an example of that was driving her car because she couldn't drive her car and i'm not familiar with where she lives in montana and so it was real easy in that beginning stage of things for her to get a little bit crispy mm. with me but as we connected deeper and, and became more present with each other, there was more laughter. There was more engagement in a different sort of way. And one of the most poignant pieces of that was when my sister said something out loud, why doesn't anyone do what I asked them to do? And why is everyone so afraid of me? Oh. And I realized that this, this outside um, expression of her was really hiding something from inside mm -hmm. that she was not being visible with. Yeah. She, she was holding on to that mm. and not really letting people see that more vulnerable side of her. Mm. And I think visibility is really about letting yourself be okay 
when you are not always feeling okay. Mm. You know, being present to all of it, really. I love how you sort of connect visibility to presence. Because really it's another word and, you know, visibility and presence and authenticity really go hand in hand mm. and, and vulnerability, really. Mm. It's um, for anybody who uh, can't see this and listening to the audio version, we're now being joined by Chloe, <laughs> Chloe the cat who loves the attention. So um, she's now uh, sitting uh, in the video, a very prominent place. Um, yeah, so, um, Laurie, yeah, presence and visibility and um, authenticity, as I said, so close together, aren't they? Mm. Yes, they are. And even, and even if we're not going around sort of um, saying, here is me, you know, which is what lots of people think visibility is, don't they? But, you know, mm. here I am. Well, it's not about that. Being visible is just being presence you know, present yeah. in the moment, showing who you are and, and um, so that you're able to connect with people on a real level. Mm, that's true. And another interesting example for me is, um, so I'm, as I told you before, I'm a massage therapist mm. and I've had this male client for a while who every time he comes, he had his own sheet of paper highlighting all the areas that were painful in his body. And no one else did this. Well, it is and, unusual. <laughs> yeah, it is unusual. And so at first, in, in, in kind of getting to know this man, if, I, if anyone were to ask me, is that somebody that you would ever consider going out with? It would have been a resounding no. You know, because I just didn't feel that there was any connection there you know he was mr i've got this pain here and this pain here and da 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 da, da. well then i did a my book I, I think you know that i wrote a book a spiritual book called becoming human the story of you and me and how we came to be and that's somehow that's on amazon isn't it laurie yes yeah and somehow that came up in conversation and I told him I was doing my first book signing. And he said, oh, I'd love to go. Now, what's interesting about this is he did show up. One of two people that I actually massaged from the same location. And he showed up. And so and, and the person that the other person is in this group. So if you kind of have any idea of who I'm talking about, please keep it to yourself. But anyway, um, so what was interesting about that is he sat and listened to me share an excerpt from my book. And that led to him mentioning that he, he said, I didn't think that you were that deep a person. Ooh. And I said, wow. So all of a sudden it was like, now we have come to a different level of yeah. our communication. Like, this is somebody that would actually read my book and enjoy it. Okay, he's got to have some spiritual background, blah, blah, blah. And that led to him saying that he wanted to do a tarot card reading with me because he felt like I might be interested in that. 
So I invited him to my place, even knowing he was highly allergic to cats. <laughs> and so I cleaned like crazy. And I asked myself as I'm cleaning like crazy, preparing the soup and all these things, and I'm saying, and so this is someone that you're not even interested in? You're doing all this work? Yeah. And so somehow the, the dynamics were starting to change as I was starting to see beneath the surface of a person that I would never have considered even having a friendship with, mm. let alone invite into my home and share my soup and a tarot card reading with. And then went on to having now had several, I would say, dates without it being a romantic thing. But that's like a true, though. Like a true companion, right? So your, so your wisdom um, certainly arose at the time of uh, you, you know, beginning to clean up your place and notice, notice, you started noticing things, Laurie. Yeah. And really, really seeing that sometimes we make a judgment mm. based on, you know, whatever we, whatever's presented to us, we decide yeah. we think we know someone. Yeah. And we don't really know that person, mm. you know? Mm. And until he became really visible to me, you know, like I could like see the whole picture. Yeah. Yeah, I, I we sat in the car and he told me this story about a cat that in a relationship that he'd had a previous relationship, how he'd really become attached to this cat. And after having told me that he was allergic to cats, that was not something that I saw coming. That he actually had a deep affection mm -hmm. for this cat that he'd had to take care of when this woman that he was in a relationship with had a bipolar episode and was in the hospital for over six days Yeah, and had left and they had broken up previous to her being in the hospital. And she called him because he was the only person she could think of that could go by and take care of their cat oh. because the cat had been left behind for six days. And when he got to the apartment, this cat we, we really bonded with, found almost at death's door oh. because it had no food or water for six days. And so he rescued the cat. He found someone who could help him nurse this cat back to life. Even though the cat had been damaged by not having enough water mm. for six days to, to truly survive, it affected its kidneys. So only lived for another, I think, three years beyond this incident. But he'd moved back into the apartment that she kicked him out of, moved back into the relationship in a sense to help nurse this cat back to life. So and I saw, yeah, I saw a completely different side to this man. If I had not taken that opportunity to become his friend, I never would have had this opportunity to see underneath the mask that we all wear yeah. to the human being, to the, the essence, to the soul. And just was like, if you could say fell in love with somebody, not in a 
relationship way, but just in a human way, mm. I just saw him. And it was so beautiful. Isn't it true <laughs> though that lots of people say that they don't, they haven't met the one, they um, really want somebody in their life. And, and actually a lot of the problems around that is, is that people are frightened of showing their vulnerability and they're frightened of showing and being visible and, and showing who they are because mm -hmm. they've got, you know, stuff going on inside and, and the barriers show. But as soon as you go out and you really show who you are, and I always say it's like the light shines out of you, you know, the people are attracted to people who are really showing who they are they're showing up mm. and um i've noticed that um for myself and and i've noticed you know with many other people too mm. so in the um laurie and i uh, laurie runs a wonderful group on facebook called the wisdom keepers and which we sort of mentioned before but and within this group um there have been visibility challenges and you know, it's it's helping people to be able to come out of their comfort zone and be um, feel that whether they are in their own eyes good enough or not, we don't do good enough, do we, Laurie? You know, yeah. we are just who we are, and mm -hmm. it's about stepping up and um, just being showing your amazingness. You know, because we all are. Mm. So it's true. I think one of the things that um, drew me to the idea of working solely with women specifically is because I wanted to see women shine. I wanted to see women really see the beauty inside them mm. and to know that they were worthy and enough and that they could share their gifts with other women and feel safe and feel nurtured and have a space that was just for them, especially when we're givers. Yeah. We give to so many people in our lives, our children, our grandchildren, our friends, our lovers or husbands or whatever we have in our life. Um, it's so important to do, and this has come up, the universe has given me this one, like, so many times recently self-care yeah receiving yeah giving to ourselves letting it be okay to nurture ourself mm. we are nurturers of so many others in our lives and you know to be able to nurture the nurturer <laughs> well well one thing that i discovered was that if you're going to step up and be visible, you also need to know how to receive. Because when you're visible, you know, people get drawn to you and um, there may be things that you would love to go and do, but actually you need not to be afraid to go out there and, and ask for what you want or the help that you want, or even just receive that love, that, um, the ability to receive um, money and um, you know jobs and work and all these sorts of things. So I, I think we're also not particularly good at receiving uh, the ones of us that are also the givers. And uh, it's a really important lesson to learn. Mm. You're gonna be visible, you're gonna have to learn to receive. Uh, absolutely. 
especially if you're also into the asking too because yeah. that's another aspect of receiving is asking mm. and if you are like the visibility challenges within the challenge where we promote ourselves yeah actually asking someone to um receive what we have to offer mm. and then receive somebody else's offer yeah so it's yeah. kind of like just keeps um go you know keeps going in circles how how it all goes together and i, I just love the idea of a circle as opposed to you know somebody being a leader and being in front of everyone else i love the idea of we're all in it together we're all side by side um sharing with each other who we are i mean what else what is the biggest gift that you can give to another human being yeah the gift of self absolutely i would love to know from i know that you are a three principles um understander as i call them and um i'd love to know for when, when if we are talking about visibility what is it that we are when we become visible from that understanding what are we showing who mm. are we well i asked that question recently in a group and um the way that i see it is first of all i truly believe that we are spiritual beings having a human experience mm -hmm. and when we show up authentically in with our, with presence in mind there's there's a similarity of energy that is present when we all show up for each other mm -hmm. and i'd like to call that pure consciousness yeah and in that place in that space of pure consciousness i would also like to insert the word love mm. because i think love is present when people show up for each other mm. and when you can be in the in the expression the full expression of love and compassion and joy and understanding that is felt yeah by anyone that you're in the presence of it i as i was talking to you and my beingness started to come through i noticed that chloe quieted down you know it's like even the animals can feel the vibrational change in you yeah when you're not all up in your head and crazy thinking and flitting all over the place and and being busy and so when we when we come to the present moment and we slow down and that pureness of being just starts to emanate from us yeah it's it's a a very calming place well we feel calm people feel calm around us and as you said the animals feel calm and i really notice that with my cats by the way that in mm -hmm. when i'm in that flow as i say or i'm and i'm talking in that flow everything goes quiet um mm -hmm. in my household with with the cats 
So it's lovely. And that is who we really are. Yes. Yeah. What a beautiful... Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say that's just such a beautiful um, answer. I love it. Um, well, I think one of the things that I enjoy with the group, because not everyone has this understanding, is that when someone speaks their truth, you just you just feel it. Yeah. You know, it can be expressed in so many different ways, but it's universal. Yes. Yes, it and is. When you come into a universal place where everyone meets together in that same energetic space, I believe that's a space where magic happens. I, I agree. And I think, um, I mean, that's a beautiful place that we're going to have to finish. But, but leaving you with the knowledge that the group allows an enormous amount of authenticity within it. And therefore, mm. there's a huge amount of wisdom within that, that group mm. as well. And for sure that the energy that comes out of that is just mind-blowingly creative and really, really beautiful. So thank you, Laurie, for uh, creating such a beautiful space that I can be in and have allowed to my creativity to flow. And um, I'm sure that um, you will inspire other people to do that. So. Well, I'm ball <laughs> <laughs> you sure are and uh, anybody that can uh, see is watching this video rather than listening to the actual podcast um chloe is also enjoying it the cat because uh, she is upside down getting her tummy tickled so um i'll thank you laurie for sharing your um wisdom and your time with me i, I feel truly blessed this has been an absolute pleasure Good. And I, I look forward to listening to it afterwards and uh, sharing it with those in the group because you are amazing. Oh, thank you, Laurie. I really appreciate it. <laughs> There's a bit of a love fest going on now. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. A, tri a trio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, thanks, Laurie. And um, I'm sure that we'll catch up soon. Perfect. Thank you so much for asking me. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Are you being held back by issues in your life or do you want to connect to your authentic self? Then I can help you as I'm an expert in these areas. Contact me at marionjorgensen.co.uk or talksfromtheheart.co.uk where you will find more information regarding this podcast.